Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Action Pack Drunk Talk. This is Tadpole and with me as always is Droopy Doop here. Happy Easter everyone. Happy Easter and today for our Easter special we will be going to talking about five characters who have come back from the dead. Five action heroes. Action heroes that have come back from the dead. And why action? Because it's the title of our show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In case y'all forgot. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to think of something uh, more, like a more elaborate explanation, but the, the uh, I don't know. It's I, fine. I, yeah, no. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so these are characters that have come back from the dead, who have officially been declared dead in that per- perspective scene in the movie, and then they somehow came back to life. Mm-hmm. By whatever magical plot armor that brought them back, however, mm-hmm. which way it serves the plot, they came back and finished out whatever they were supposed to finish. Yep. So uh, we picked five. We picked five uh, action heroes here. Uh, so we're going to be going uh, from our. From, we're going to be going from one, uh, five through one. So our least favorite of the five that we picked to our most favorite of the five that we picked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so starting with number five. Number five, we have Captain James Kirk from Star Trek II Wrath of Khan. Is that what they called it? I think so. I thought it was like Into Darkness or some shit. Star Trek Into Darkness. Because remember Khan was like, uh, that was kept under wraps. Oh yeah, Wrath of Khan was like the original one. The right? original was Wrath of Khan. Yeah, this uh, is basically Wrath of Khan. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, Khan's back. <laughs> <laughs> or... or for any of the hardcore Star Trek fans who haven't seen <laughs> Into Darkness, <laughs> I- I'm really sorry to have to spoil that to you, but yeah, Khan's back. It's your fault if you haven't seen it yet. It's been out for quite a long time. It's basically Wrath of Khan, but yeah, it was called like something about darkness. Into Dark. I feel like it's into No, darkness. no, definitely it's Into Yeah, darkness. Into Darkness. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's Wrath of Khan. <laughs> so yeah, uh... James Kirk, he dies in this one. Um, but it's like, it's near the end. It's mm-hmm. like almost in the end, right? Pretty, yeah. It's almost pretty no, much it in the end. it is. It's in the final act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they recreated uh, Spock's death from Wrath of Khan. Oh, is that, that what happened? Yeah, because that's how Spock died in Wrath of Khan. It was basically oh. the same exact thing. He had to go into the radioactive chamber oh. to fix the thing. And, okay. Yeah. And that's why they, they threw in that line there where like, oh that yeah, this is what you would have done kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what Kirk said. Yeah, then like the same thing when like he like puts his hand up on like the door and then does a Vulcan symbol. Yeah. Yeah, Spock does the same thing uh, with Kirk. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because that's his thing. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. So yeah, in this one, um yeah, so James makes that very valiant sacrifice for the crew and then uh Spock loses his shit. <laughs> And he, he goes after Khan. Yeah, very emotional Vulcan. Yeah. But that's his human side coming out. Right, though, exactly. That which part, is really cool. That part was badass. Because we all felt that watching mm-hmm. watching it. Like, yeah. you go get that son of a bitch. Yeah, get him, dude. <laughs> and then that was they had that really cool chase scene when they were just running on foot. And I feel like they were running like 20 miles an hour. Dude, they or something. were fast, They were dude. pretty fast. <laughs> he was going after that guy. He killed his captain. Uh yeah, they were just going full sprint. They kept on like, I'm pretty sure like Khan jumped off of a building onto another building at some point. He jumped off on, onto like some some like speeder or something. Yeah. And that's where they started fighting. Yeah. They were yeah. fighting on that little whatever that thing is called. 
So yeah, they they were duking it out over there. Yeah, and Spock throws out the uh, the Vulcan death grip. Yeah, that was cool. Whatever that does. <laughs> yeah, they did that, and then um, uh, what's it called? Bones was doing like the tests right on those like hamsters or the guinea pigs or something. Yeah, yeah, that was in like the very beginning of the movie. Mm. He's just doing it just like to see what was so special about Khan. Uh-huh. And then like while he was there, like just like, you know, like mourning Kirk, uh-huh. he sees, yeah, like the dead thing, like come back to life. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. uh, so that's why he, he tells Spock like, Hey, don't kill Khan. We need his blood. And then we can bring Kirk back to life. Mm. So he just beats the shit out of him. Like to like where he's near death. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. He's alive. Yeah. He's still right? alive. He's alive. Yeah. So, and then uh, they brought they brought Khan back. They got his blood into Kirk, and then presto, Kirk's alive. <laughs> Ray. Yep, came back from the dead. It's, I mean, it's cool that they did it. Obviously, like it would have been way more cliche, but still more badass if they had brought him back. Like not at the very end of the movie. Mm. Like brought him back, and then he does something. But then again, that's just like too. I don't know. That's just too superhero-y, cliche kind of thing. Like, yeah. he just comes back to life to save the day. It's like, no, like... The Kirk's, first mate's got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spock Spock handled it, man. Spock yeah. had it down. And, I mean, Kirk had nothing when he fought fucking... When he fought Cumberbatch, man. <laughs> he, like, he was... Remember, he was just wailing on him? Yeah, yeah, he was anger. just his punching bag. He but, wasn't doing anything, uh, so... He had nothing against Khan, like... <laughs> he, yeah, he had, Spock had the Vulcan martial arts. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and rage and rage, just <laughs> pure rage. Yeah. the human human rage yep so yeah. yeah i mean it would have been like super cliche if they had done that and you got to give spock his moment yeah because exactly. that was that was kirk's moment right there sacrificing himself mm-hmm. for the crew so they they gave him his moment yeah and that's a good that's a really good point you bring up too is like if they did bring back kirk and then all of a sudden he can he can beat Khan. right like, where'd that come from yeah. why didn't you just exactly. do that first yeah. right mm-hmm. like and then the argument would be made, oh, he has Khan's blood now, so he's he's on a higher level. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Good. We didn't have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have to deal with that. So. No, no. This was this was written very well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, of the of the three Star Trek reboots, that one was my favorite one. Mine sure. too. Yeah. Yeah. That one was my favorite one for sure. It was really good. Um, I I mean I'm not a, a Trekkie per se. I know a little bit about you know. The, like the basic stuff mm. so when they name dropped in the theater when i when i watched it in theaters when they name dropped con i was like <gasps> i was shook so i can only imagine like the the start the real the hardcore like trekkie fans the hardcore trekkies you know I, I felt that so i can only imagine them so that was cool yeah especially because they kept that under wraps yeah too, throughout, uh-huh. like all production right yeah i read right. uh yeah. i read somewhere that uh it, it was super secret like the only I think in the in the production crew, only like three or four people had like read the full script. The actors, none of the actors even read the full script. Oh, yeah. I think uh, of the production crew and everyone in it, Cumberbatch was the only actor that knew that he was Khan. Mm. Nobody else did. And then the guy that had like the written copy, uh, he had it like handcuffed to himself like, oh, wow. in a briefcase. <laughs> yeah, I, I read that somewhere. They they were really trying to keep it under wraps and stuff like that. So yeah. that was that was really cool. Okay, so that was number five on the list. Jim Kirk. Anything else you want to say about uh, his revival? Not so much. I think we just about covered it. All right. I mean, I guess like the only other question I could ask you is, would you have been okay if <clears throat> just stayed dead? <clears throat> no. 
<laughs> I really like so in the Star Trek movies, like Kirk's my favorite character there. Yeah. So yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like I'm glad that they brought him back. I was really worried. I was kind of like, oh, sh-. <laughs> like dang, dude, they they killed off Kirk, you know. And again, like I said, you know, since I'm not, uh, since I'm not involved in that universe and stuff like that, maybe the hardcore fans were like, oh well. Tch. They could just give him Khan's blood. <laughs> I didn't think of that, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's how they felt. But I totally thought he was dead. I was like, oh shit, mm-hmm. they really killed Jim Kirk. So no, I wouldn't have been okay with that. Oh, like, okay. I really like, I really like his character, and I like, I like Chris Pine as an actor. He, he's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. What about you? I mean, kind of like in that same sense of where I'm, I don't have a lot invested into that universe right where like i would have been pretty indifferent either way mm-hmm. but i still really like the direction that they went into mm-hmm. with that whole thing like bring bring back kirk with con's blood yeah and star trek 3 was really good too yes. so yeah yeah maybe if they did that then maybe star trek 3 wouldn't have happened yeah mm-hmm. no. yeah exactly but i i i think that's the way they wanted to do anyway they wanted to do a trilogy yeah, so yeah so it was kind of one of those things where, yeah, they had to they had to bring him back. There was still time left in the movie, but again, us as not super invested and involved in that universe didn't really think about it. We mm. were just already like, oh man, he died. Yeah, we're just taking yeah, everything exactly. out of face yeah. value. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but but that's that, that's I guess kudos to to that movie and how like invested we got into it. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, because the writing was, you know, yeah. that good. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, acted out very yeah. well. Mm-hmm. So good stuff. All right, moving on. Number four on our list of action heroes coming back from the dead, we have Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise's spy boy from the Mission Impossible series. Uh, the one in particular is from uh, Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. So, uh, like I'd mentioned before about Kirk, about him coming back in the very end, in in Mission Impossible, uh, Ethan he dies. What the, that's like the middle, right? It is towards the middle. Yeah, I think. it's like in the middle. Also, uh, so they were just trying to they were trying to pull off this job where basically Ethan had to go underwater because there's an underwater computer that he needed to swap chips for. He needed to swap like microchips so that uh, so that Benji Simon Pegg's character. Uh, he wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't get flagged when he goes into like the like some security. Yeah, like some security clearance. Whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh, as, as far as like security clearance, he just needed to swap chips. But it was in an underwater, <laughs> an underwater computer. Yeah, and there were like sensors in there where if like detected any metal, it would yeah. like shut down, so it couldn't have like an oxygen tube yeah. or oxygen tank or anything. Yeah. So he had to freeze one down there and hold his breath for like what, like three, three minutes. Three minutes. Yeah. yeah. Three minutes. So he was able to do it, but ran out of oxygen in his lungs, and he he basically drowned. And then uh, Ilsa, uh, the female spy in that in that movie, the female protagonist, she jumps in to to save him. But he was dead; like he was full on dead. He had no pulse. They had to use the defibrillators, mm-hmm. and she she brought him back to life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> crazy stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was a that was really funny too because well after that you know she pulls a switch on him and takes what they were in there to get yeah you know for herself takes off on the motorcycle yeah and then like while Tom Cruise is still a little bit loopy from 
having come back from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to drive. He's trying to get in their uh, in their car <laughs> yeah. to chase after her. <laughs> yeah, he tries to do that like move where he like jumps and slides over the hood of the car. But that just very face- like that very eighties <laughs> cop show. Type yeah, of- <laughs> he just face plants right into it, rolls off the side. And then- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he was trying to get in the car, and then uh, Benji was just like, "Hey, are you sure you're ready to do this? Like a minute ago, you were." just dead and ethan was like what what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> he had no clue what was going on <laughs> so in this one yeah he he comes back from the dead to to wreck more shit <laughs> to do more damage to the spy world because it, it happens in the very middle um but yeah sure enough uh, they go into that crazy car chase where they're chasing him down those bikers and then they crash the car and then he gets on a motorcycle and he he chases after the rest of the bikers and the rest of Ilsa or Ilsa on the bike knocks him out badass that was like a super intense motorcycle chase yeah he caught up to him too yeah. they have like what like a two three minute lead on him something like that <laughs> and then what estimated like what 80 miles per hour at least they were going fast they were fast. Really fast. So that was like at least 80 miles per hour with like a three minute head start. And he caught up to him and he, he knocked him out the road. Mm. And a, he has like no riding gear on. Yeah, no, sunglasses. No. Yeah, sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, sunglasses. On, but no helmet because we have to know that that's Tom Cruise. Exactly, right? yeah. Because, I mean, it's not a Tom Cruise movie. He doesn't ride a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> so they threw that in there. And that, I mean, of the. So. I mean, in, in Fallout, they had a really cool motorcycle chase. But I think of all the Mission Impossible movies that had motorcycle chases, that one that one has my that one has my nod right there. I think that one was the coolest one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anything else you want to add about uh, Ethan coming back from the dead in Mission Impossible Four? Not so much. No, I think we pretty much covered it. Mm. The one thing that we can talk about real quick is how funny it was that uh, <clears throat> after she brings him back with the defibrillators, she knocks out Benji with the defibrillators. Oh, yeah. I remember when you were showing me that movie, you were like, man, she did she did the battlefield on him. <laughs> she hit him with that battlefield move. <laughs> For any of you battlefield players out there, you'll, you'll know what that means. If, if any of you have played Battlefield 3, I don't know if they brought it back, but I, I know in Battlefield 3... There was one point they patched it, but uh, you all remember when you could kill people with uh, with the defibrillators when you were using the assault class. That was probably the trolliest thing to ever do. That was worse than like knifing someone. <laughs> like it was harder to equip the knife and to knife someone than to than to like defib. Well, actually, no, no, there was a button for the knife in Battlefield. No, it was really like a fuck you move kind of thing. Cause yeah, you, cause had you had to, to equip the defibs. Yeah, you had to equip the defibs and then just zap somebody. <laughs> so, yeah, that that got me there. I was like, hey! <laughs> I, was like, uh, I was like, Battlefield 3, let's go. But yeah. Hmm. Fun times. Okay, so moving on next to the list, number three, we have Mr. Deadpool from Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. So in Deadpool 2, uh, I don't know if we should just say spoiler alert anymore. I don't really care. Dude, at this point, like, this whole thing is spoilers. Yeah, we always say that, and then it's really like, I don't know. I think it's it's a played out line. I like saying it, though. It has a nice ring to it. Spoiler alert. I mean, we might as well just say that for, like, every single thing that we do. Otherwise, mm. 
for every single one. I wasn't like, what? They died? Yeah, right. Did you not hear what I said in the beginning? Yeah, (laughs) so anyway, uh, at the very end of Deadpool 2, uh, he puts on he puts on that collar that it uh, it cancels out any mutant power. Mm-hmm. So he puts it on and he takes a bullet that Cable is shooting at to at the kid. Yeah, Russell. At Ru- there you go, Russell. Yeah. yeah, he takes the bullet for him, and that neutralizes his his mutant ability, which is regeneration. Mm-hmm. So he sacrificed himself to save that life, to save that kid. Yeah. And yeah. then he, yeah, he, he he did it so that way it like cancels out his supervillain origin story. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. So that way Russell can live while mm-hmm. also not becoming a supervillain that yeah. kills Cable's family. Exactly. Which is his whole reason why he traveled back in time to kill that kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he goes into probably the best death scene <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> the best death scene. He's just there dying, but he's saying stuff about all of them. <laughs> And it's like the times that you think he's gonna die, he doesn't die yet. He's just yeah. like, oh, oh no! So wow, I'm really hanging on here, so dried <laughs> out. <laughs> that was such a funny death scene. It was really cool though, like everything that he was like saying to everybody. Yeah, he he kept it on the real, you know. He, yeah, he kept it real with he everybody. Did, yeah. Like, I really like what he told Colossus, where you know, he's like, "I know I haven't been the best friend to you, but you're always good to me. Yeah. You're always the best in me. Uh-huh. You're always trying to get me to join your dumb, your, your, your dumb Boy Scout troop." Scott's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so difficult to go. <laughs> My favorite one was like the first one when he was like, "Oh, here he goes." Nope, not yet. <laughs> he, he's still, like, and then he was still on me. Was like, yeah, oh. he's just Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's so difficult to go. <laughs> yeah, that that was the best hero death scene for sure. Because, mm. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's character growth, man. He took a bullet for someone, knowing that he was gonna die. You know, because mm. he had those powers all along. It it really made no difference. He really took he really took that bullet for Russell right there. Yeah. So. Um, so after all that's resolved, Cable sees the aftermath of it and he realizes like, okay, well, maybe there is saving this kid. So he puts that coin into, yeah, yeah. He goes back in time before that. Right. And yeah, he, he sneaks out of the leg coin into there from him and, uh, what's her name? Oh, here, we here we go <laughs> from him and his girlfriend's first date uh-huh. that was their like yeah. anniversary, that was her anniversary gift right that's right yeah so he shoots that in the in the craziness he shoots that man what aim yeah, this yeah. guy uh-huh. so he shoots that and uh, and you know it stops the bullet and Deadpool doesn't die mm-hmm. so here we go back to life and we're on to the third movie boom Deadpool 3, baby. They announced yes. it. Yes. <laughs> it's going down. Uh, Vanessa, that's her name. Vanessa. Ah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. There Vanessa, we go. Vanessa, uh-huh. that's her name. Yeah, because of the, uh, the ski ball. Ski ball, right? Yeah. Yeah, That's that was their game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ski ball. There we go. We got it. Yeah. We didn't Google that one either. <laughs> no, no. Of course not. Mm-mm. Uh, but... What yeah. I really liked about that, too, is how... Throughout that entire movie, he was basically trying to die mm-hmm. 
so you could see Vanessa because yeah. you know she dies in the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, and even in like the opening credits that were kind of like talking about that too, uh-huh. and like a parody of it, all of us were like, what "The fuck? Like, you serious? She died?" Yeah, and, and then, then it goes into like that kind of like Bond movie music video like, with the credits and stuff. Yeah, dude, Celine Dion. <laughs> yeah, Celine Dion, and then uh, that's what it said in the in the opening credits. It wasn't like listing off names. It was just like that really just happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then throughout the movie, he's just trying to die. Because so he's heartbroken. He, yeah, so he can yeah. be with her again. But there was like that barrier that he couldn't get through. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until then when he dies for Russell, he's finally going to get through and get to her. Yeah, but even then, it still was just like kind of one of those higher power, higher plan kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, you still have work to do. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, you still have to take care of your family. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That was cool. I like that. I like that cable shot that coin. Man, what a shot. Dude, ace. So, that's our uh, that's our third resurrection. Mm-hmm. Moving on to number 2, we have James Bond 007 from Casino Royale. My man Daniel Craig. Mhm. So, in this one, also middle right also in the middle of the movie yeah also in the middle of the movie but very late in the poker game like in the in the not really final stages but the closing stages of the poker game yeah after we thought that bond got played out yeah because he he, he had get, lost already yeah yeah and mm-hmm. then he gets the the extra backing yeah. from felix from the CIA. yeah mm-hmm. felix later and felix right? yep. yeah so yeah he's back in the game and he wins a couple hands and he it, it looked in that scene that he got his money back like it looked like he got his money back mm-hmm. and he was beating Lashif. Lashif was kind of draining chips at that point. So Lashif's he has Lashif's girlfriend uh drop a little drop a little some summon in his uh in his uh, his drink, his Vesper, his Vesper martini. Um and that just sends him off. Like he's he's pretty much done for. It was a poison, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It like it, it brought him into like cardiac arrest or something yeah, like that. It was a poison that yeah, yeah. that brought him that brought him into cardiac arrest he he went in his his aston martin and then he had that uh that little uh that defib kit right Mm -hmm. the defibrillator kit Mm -hmm. and he was in touch with like his uh his operations group yeah back at mi6 yeah and they had like two doctors like both telling him what to do or else like he died Mm -hmm. (laughs) i literally said like hey do everything we say exactly or you're gonna die Uh (laughs) like yep Mm mm-hmm and he he basically did die he because he injected himself to with something there was like a needle there and they said inject yourself it'll count it'll counter out the poison and then and then use the defibs to you know keep your heart beating mm-hmm. um but he was pushing the button and then it turns out there was like a plug right a plug yeah yeah the thing. wire wasn't connected yeah. to like the patch or yeah. something like that and then he as he was about to attach it then boom, his heart just stops beating yeah he coded he died died and then vesper lind to the rescue she she uh she plugs in the the defib pads and then she she bumps him mm-hmm. and here we go he's back to life he wins the poker game and then gets his balls hit with that rope and then he gets his heart broken by vesper because it turns out she used him throughout this whole thing and spoiler yeah <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) 
timed. It's very well timed. I like Thank that you. one. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so yeah. And then Yeah, all that stuff happens and you see Bond at the end and he's just crushed and it bet you my man was thinking, Man, I should have just died back then. <laughs> like, man, she no. really brought me back. Yeah, and then just broke my heart again. Like she brought me back. She got my heart going again and then just <laughs> God <laughs> Tied it to a chair and beat it with a rope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think the the trauma to his balls hurt more than what happened at the end there honestly well maybe not but like i mean we've all been heartbroken before so we know that it hurts probably not as much as that rope going to your balls that that was pretty bad <laughs> that was pretty bad he was bedridden remember he was in a wheelchair oh, yeah. yeah oh man what a rough scene <laughs> check out casino royale everyone it's a good movie very good movie but one of the best in my opinion the best james bond yes i said it <laughs> that's the best james bond right there rest in peace sean connery yes yes rest in peace sean connery but just out of personal opinion daniel craig would have kicked your ass for sure <laughs> like 100 percent like if there was some side of type of like time verse where these two James Bonds met in an alleyway, oh my god, dude! Daniel Craig's James Bond would beat the shit out of Sean Connery's James Bond, like easily. It would have been like disgusting. Okay, so weird segue here, but just quick topic. Maybe we'll do like an actual full episode of this later on. Is there any other James Bond that could beat Daniel Craig in the Daniel Craig's James Bond in the fist fight? No. Do you think no? No. None, no. none of them. No. No way. Sir Roger Moore. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> he would beat Roger Moore even worse, dude. Like Sean Connery would have a better chance than Roger Moore. I am sorry. I, <laughs> okay, we all know that Roger Moore was the goofball of the James Bonds. Yes, he had six of them, and yes, I enjoyed all of them in their own way. Dude, he wasn't the fighter of them, man. Like, I think the one that would have the best chance, but even like a very small chance, would be probably Timothy Dalton. And that's just because Timothy Dalton's tall. <laughs> Timothy Dalton, I think, is like 6'4, mm. I think. Daniel Craig's like 5'9. So he would have the. Re- I think that's it. That's really the only thing. <laughs> that's all I give him is the, is the reach advantage. Yeah. Dude, Daniel Craig's the only one of the James Bonds that's like physically fit. He has a six-pack. And then, fun fact, Daniel Craig played semi-professional rugby. You know my man's tough. Like, right. like, dude, like dude, rugby is a full-on like fight for that ball. Like, they fight for that ball. You know? So, that, that's... Yeah, no. Done deal. Mm-hmm. So, and then I've read one book. Yeah, I've read one. <laughs> I've read one James Bond book. Oh, one James Bond book. Not just one book. <laughs> One James Bond book. Okay. Yes. I've read more than one book. <laughs> but one James Bond book. I've read one. And based on that one, Daniel Craig, uh, it resembles the novels, James Bond the most. So I know there's several books, but 
if the one book that I read, and I think that I'm pretty sure, I, I'm pretty sure it's a safe bet that most of the books, if not all the books, are that type of bond, you know. Um, but yeah, dangerous guy, and he's the only one that got his nuts beat in like that, and still is walking after. Any like like line up line up those James Bonds and like you put them through that torture test like. Which one of them gives up? Yeah, the yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. You know, like my man did it. <laughs> he did it. So there we go. So uh, I, I gave my. That's not even two cents. That's like fifty cents on 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 this one. Clearly, I had a lot to say about this one. T, you want to add anything about uh, any about uh, this resurrection, this re- resurrected action hero? Oh, there's a what does he say when Vesper brings him back that you found very funny? Because like she brings him back, then he's like, oh, he was like, you okay? <laughs> 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 right after he brings it back right after she brings it back to life he's like you okay she was like me <laughs> and I love too when like he comes back sits down at the table and like Lashiv's there it's kind of like ah shit yeah and he just looks at him he's like oh, sorry last hand nearly killed me <laughs> ooh hey that signature James Bond wit <laughs> like a little fuck you I'm like, pretty oh, much bro, you're gonna have to Beat my balls in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's when Lishi was like, "Fuck, I gotta use the." <laughs> I gotta use the rope. Now. Yeah. All, like... right. <laughs> All right, man. This guy's a tough one. You know, <laughs> I gotta do it. <laughs> All right. So going up to our number one spot, mm. we have Jack Sparrow. Woo! The Pirate of the Caribbean. Yep. Captain Jack Sparrow. Captain. Sorry, My, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. We are sorry. I didn't correct him. He corrected himself, so I'm I'm at fault too. We're we're not drinking rum. No. So that's to you, Captain. Captain Jack Sparrow, our number one resurrected action hero. So, uh, happened. It was. So he made the deal, right, with uh, with, uh, with with Davy Jones. Jones. Yeah. What ten years, right? Ten years, yeah. To uh, to uh, be the captain of the Pearl. Right. Ten, ten years, years, even though it didn't count the mutiny and how he, he technically he was still captain. So when Davy Jones came to collect, it was it was Dunzos. Um, the very end of uh, it was Pirates Two, right? The very end of Pirates Two was when the the Kraken. The Kraken takes him and the Pearl. Yeah, yeah. And right. uh, Elizabeth chains him to the Pearl. Yeah. Because uh-huh. it's after him. Yeah. She realizes after him. And, but at the very end, they realize, like, oh, shit. <laughs> we we need Jack. <laughs> we need Jack uh, to... Uh, to close out this series <laughs> I don't remember why they needed Jack That's why I just said that <laughs> I really don't remember um, Do you remember? Yeah, I don't remember But they, they just realized they need Jack I mean, I guess it could have just been like a thing Where it's like, that was our captain We should have protected him uh, yeah. Sure, we'll go with that Because like that pirate war that they had in the third one Wasn't really a thing until like halfway through the third one, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they didn't really need him 
well, that wasn't really a thing. So they knew that they they would not have known that they would need him for that. Yeah, right? they they needed him. I mean, well, they did need him, but they just didn't know it at the time. Yeah, the pirate war wasn't even a thing. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Was the East Indian Trading Company or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it was just like a like a moment of clarity in that it was like uh, we shouldn't have left him behind. We should have saved him. I guess so. No, we we should have done more. Just gotta watch it again, I guess. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, but anyway, in the third one, they they go, they go to get him. Mm-hmm. To uh, they have to go to the world's end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 they, they use that map, mm-hmm. whatever that special turning map. Yeah, to the world's end, and then they they have to flip the boats over, right? Mm-hmm. Like they get they have to flip the boats over, and then. And then uh, they find Jack in that in his little. Wait, wasn't it Jack who fl- who who showed him how to flip over the boat? Oh shit! So how did they get the Jack? Jack did show that. Yeah. How did they get the Jack? Because I remember like it showed. Did they Jack. just get to the world's end? No, no, no. It showed Jack like in the locker, and he's kind of like going crazy in the locker. Yeah. You know. For... Can't forget how he got out though. Did they get to him? Fuck it, we're just gonna Google this yeah, right now. Just look it up. Yeah, so after further review. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so they just sail to the world's end, I guess. Yeah. They sail to the world's end, they get Jack. So why did they have to flip around? Oh, was that for uh, to get to the Pirate Kingdom? Oh, shit. shit. <laughs> okay, so after more review that we should have done before we started recording <laughs> yeah yeah so they do that whole boat tipping scene to get out of the locker yeah that's right to get out of Davy Jones locker yeah once they got Jack yeah there we go <laughs> we didn't need to do more reviewing <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that here <laughs> but anyway they get Jack back and I mean, they needed him because they had the pirate meeting, the the pirate warlords. Yeah, yeah, and the seven pirate lords or whatever. Yeah. He was one of them. That one was that was cool, man. I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, we get to meet his brother. <laughs> yeah, no, that was his dad. That was his dad. That was his dad, dude. I thought that was his brother. Was his brother? I, I thought so. Oh shit! I thought that was his dad because he was like his mom. That, that's something you can ask your brother, too. Yeah, I'm an only child. <laughs> <laughs> I would only ask my dad that. <laughs> right, right. Mm. Either way, we, we meet someone from his family. Dude, that was Joe Perry from the Rolling Stones. <laughs> that's not his brother, dude. Come on. Like, you saw how old that guy was. <laughs> that, that was 100% his dad. Yeah, yeah. they had that meeting to discuss what they're going to do about the East Indian Trading Company, who had Davy Jones under their control. Did I say the Rolling Stones? Yeah, you did say the Rolling Stones. Fuck, Aerosmith. <laughs> Shit. I feel so bad. I'm sorry. I corrected myself. No. I'm ashamed of rock and roll. Anyway. It's okay. I was not our generation before our time. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, where we're we going. 
Uh, yeah, so they had that pirate meeting so uh-huh. they could discuss what they're going to do about the East Indian Chain Company and Davy Jones just about to like monopolize the sea. Uh-huh. They all decide to fight. Yeah. And without Jack, they probably would have lost. Yeah. Not probably. They would have lost. They would have lost because, dude, Jack, I mean, Jack knew what to go for. Nobody knows how to fight Davy Jones, mm. you know. Jack had firsthand dealings with him and he knew what to do, so. And he had a plan, too. That was the other thing is, like, he had his own agenda. He had his own plan that was going to win the war, but also win, like, win it for him and his immortality. He wanted to be the captain of of Davy Jones' crew. Didn't work out that way. But, man, I still feel bad for getting <laughs> Joe Perry, you know. It's Joe Perry from Aerosmith. Was it because we were listening to Aerosmith earlier on the way to Bedmunk? See, that's what the thing that that should have got gotten me to get it right, but I didn't. I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't get it right. I don't know. Sorry, rock and roll. It, it happens. That's okay. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry, Aerosmith. I'm sorry, Rolling Stones. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about with Jack Sparrow? You can't kill Jack Sparrow, man. <laughs> no, that's like. Dude, Jack Sparrow's immortal. Like, he's the greatest pirate I've ever seen. <laughs> um, what I liked that uh, that part uh, after that pirate meeting, uh, you know, when uh, when Jack uh, Jack gets everyone to vote for the war, kind of thing. He turns everyone to vote for that war. And he has that talk. He has that talk with his dad or brother or whoever, with Joe Perry. Uh, <laughs> he has that talk and he, he just says, you know, and then he kind of lectures him like, it's not about like, you know, it's not about living forever, Jack. It's about being able to live with yourself forever, you know. So th- that was a cool line as far as like, you know, immortality goes. Because mm-hmm. that, that's a that's a common topic in 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 a lot of like action movies and stuff is like immortality like immortality can be defined in like a lot of ways and immortality can be defined in like legacy kind of thing you know the legacy you leave behind so I, I really like that part about how you know he had just been he was dead already and he had come back and he's still trying to like con his way into like never dying again you know <laughs> not even like oh, i was dead i should right the wrongs that i did you know he he's just he he it's like nothing ever happened he's just back to being him but he gets this lecture you know yeah there's well i don't know if it's a saying or what but there's a song by the band called four years strong where the, the the title of the song is heroes live forever legends never die that was in Sandlot. That was in Sandlot? Yeah. Okay. There we go, then. <laughs> there we go, that, then. that was in a song? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. How yeah. old is the song? Uh, not as old as Sandlot. Okay. So okay. Sandlot. Okay. There we go. <laughs> was it like a... What kind of song was it? Like a... Like a, like a pop punk or like a hardcore? Like yeah. A, so yeah, yeah, it's a post-hardcore band. So yeah, it's like a post-hardcore mm. song. But yeah. So that kind of ties in with that, too. How's the lyric go? Sing it. I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drunk enough for that yet. 
I tried. <laughs> I try. You know, normally when you like when you get people in that kind of mode, and you're like, "Oh, I've never heard that song. Sing it." And you know, they they try. You know, have you done that to people? You've done that to people. Sure. No. No. Oh. <laughs> Fuck's the with you, I do it all the time. <laughs> I'll play it for you tomorrow. All right, all right, sounds good. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, that that's a powerful line, yeah, from that song and from Sandlot. <laughs> yeah, like the whole thing with like actions and legacy. Uh huh. You know, and all that. Mm-hmm. Li- uh, living through your deeds. Yeah. Yeah, so that's um, the main reason that I had picked Jack Sparrow as uh, as number one for the Resurrected Heroes was uh, he wasn't really a hero to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't a hero to begin with. And then even when he had been resurrected, he still didn't really plan to do good things. He still wanted to do his own thing. And then he ended up doing a good thing which was he i mean he saved will's life for the most part yeah he saved will's life um he got will to stab davy jones's heart and then he now will lives forever Mm -hmm. um so he did that uh very heroic thing um so that's why he was my number one pick and that's why i wanted to save him for last yeah uh clearly we had more to talk about. <laughs> we had the most to talk about in this one. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A- a- any uh, a- any thoughts? Any closing thoughts for? Th- My personal favorite actually was the one we did first. Oh really? Kirk. Yeah. Oh. I like that one the most. Okay. Of all these, which is also why I kind of like that where we got to talk about that one first. Oh okay, awesome. Yeah. See, we didn't plan that. FYI, <laughs> we don't plan shit. As you can see, we just <laughs> or here. yeah, we just fucking go. So okay, so that was your favorite. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I I mean, we kind of just like went through this on the fly, and then we we went through a, like a tier list. But anyway, so let's go back. Let's turn it back to to number five. So why was why was uh, Kirk your favorite? Was like the whole idea with James Kirk, where we see him as kind of like a man child mm-hmm. a lot in like the very first movie. Uh-huh. And we kind of see it continuously, right? He's like very immature. He's very r- brash or rash. He, you know, thinks on the fly. He doesn't, you know, think things through very much. He just like goes with his gut a lot mm-hmm. of the times. Mm-hmm. But what we see that like, he really does care about his crew. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like, as like selfish or as like childish as he is, he really does care about his crew. Yeah. It's, it's, you see it's uh even though you don't see it you only see it <laughs> in lieu of like death unfortunately yeah. <laughs> but that his crew is number one yeah yeah so that was that was, that was a very captain thing of him to do right you know to to go for his crew mm-hmm. uh, yeah especially when you know he was negotiating with that other guy where he was saying like hey you know could you at least could you please just spare my crew yeah Kill, kill, kill me. Uh-huh. At least let them escape. You could blow up my ship with me on it. Yeah. No. But, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's that, and then I just like really liked the events that unfolded after it. Yeah. You know, you see Spock just lose his shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially with in the very beginning of the movie, Spock was very okay with dying on that planet. Uh-huh. You know, in order to save it. You know, and he's very he was very cool and collected about it. Very rational in his thoughts. And in here, yeah, he just loses his shit now that you bring that up because remember in that one um uh 
I was about to say Gamora. His uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, shit. Captain Uhura. Oh, she's not Captain. Not Captain yeah. Uhura, but Uhura, lieutenant. Yeah. Lieutenant. Yeah. lieutenant. Yeah. She, she's lieutenant. Right. Something like yeah. that. So Uhura, his girlfriend, uh, she was not okay with that. You mm-hmm. know. And now in this in this event, he now feels how she felt. Yeah. In that moment when he mm-hmm. was gonna die in the volcano, only. Kirk's dead. You know, yeah. like four he, he actually yeah. did die. Yeah, he actually yeah. did die. So he now felt what she was feeling, but you know, the end result, yeah, she didn't feel that that now then she was just angry because he survived and then none of that stuff took into account in his mind, kind mm. of thing. Uh, or so she thought. Um this brings this brings us to there, to Uhura's mm. uh uh feelings he now feels the grief that she would have felt if he had died and then you know i mean if it didn't happen yeah maybe he would have just been angry who knows what he would have but now he feels that so he's there mm-hmm. uh I, I like that you brought that up because yeah yeah it's that and like that other thing too where he said where he like talks to him like yeah like i know you guys don't think i feel anything but it's mostly because I don't want to feel anything because how he talks about how he felt when his planet was destroyed. Yeah. So it's kind of like with him losing Kirk, he's feeling all that all yeah. over again. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So he kind of has to like face his own emotions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. In that sense. Yeah. And respond to it by just beating the shit out of... Out of calm. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that Sherlock Holmes sucks at fighting. <laughs> you haven't even seen it, dude. I don't care. Dude... RDJ and that Wing Chun man, he will beat the shit out of Cumberbatch. Okay, and Sherlock I'm Holmes. not disagreeing with you, but still, <laughs> I don't care if I haven't seen it. I know what I know. Did you know I'm a purple belt in jujitsu? Yes, I know you're a purple belt in jujitsu. You bought? I know. A, I know a little bought, thing you about fighting. A purple iPhone. I did. <laughs> I did. This is the only color they had. That's convenient. No, I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little thing about fighting. <laughs> Alright, so anything else you wanted to go into? Uh, I think we covered our resurrection. Our resurrection episode. Our resurrection episode. Oh. No, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, I'll talk about it after we cut out. Okay, okay. So, closing this one out then, this has been another episode of Action Pack Drunk Talk. Signing off, this is Tadpole. And Drupa Doop here. Make sure to check out our Instagram, Action Pack Drunk Talk. Let us know what other characters you think we should have talked about. What other characters you like that came back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you think that Daniel Craig's James Bond would get worked by any of the other ones. I don't want to hear that because you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So signing off this episode of Action Pack Sean Talk. Have a great night, everybody. Happy Easter. Happy Easter.